0: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Building Better Balance with TK, Todd, Kevin, Schmick, your host, and I hope this finds you well, strong, and healthy out there. And uh, as always, my podcasts are just uh, simply to share some information, so... I'm going to share some information with you today and uh, do with it as you please. Somebody asked me a question and uh, they were saying, you know, what gives you the background or what gives you the, I don't know, the knowledge or the expertise to do these. I'm not sure if I have any, haha. But um, um, 30 years of being in the training business, working with individuals and organizations, trying to help them become more productive, more balanced. Lower stress has given me um, maybe some insight in these last three decades, which is hard for me to believe. On a sillier note, what better person to learn balance from than this person, me, in the sense that um, we did our DNA results a couple Christmases ago, the whole family did. And my wife comes back and she's got 3% this, and 9% that, and 22% this, and my kids, and 12% this, and 19% this, and 67% this, and my mom and dad did it. And they got this percentage and that percentage, my sister, this, everyone, and I'm the last one, right? So I'm getting pretty excited, waiting for a to come in and it comes in and we open this up, open it up, I should say, and it's 50-50. I mean, could it be any more balanced? I had two numbers, a 50% and a 50%. There was no 1% of anything, 50-50. So I laughed when I got this a couple of years ago and said, see, perfect balance, ha ha. And little did I know that I'd be incorporated into today's message. So maybe there's my expertise in joking when it comes to... Uh, working on balance and that's the key it's working on balance It's not about trying to find it's not about maintaining balance it's not about it's some um i don't even know uh this elusive goal out there it's just we're just trying to keep moving in the direction of balance i watched a fascinating netflix special um all about slack lines and these gentlemen and and, uh, and and women that were doing these slack lines in France over these Alps and going solo, it's just insane. I mean, that is ultimate balance, walking up there thousands and thousands of feet with nothing below you and walking over this little line. Talk about balance, crazy. All right, all right, so let's talk about today's content. So uh, I've done this before in the, in the previous session, we used two words, I'm gonna use two words here today. Uh, with you as well and uh, kind of use them as a way to compare and contrast information and the two words are this static second word dynamic alright now just quickly here static is lacking of movement alright there's no change nothing's happening static it just sits there there's a time and a place for that And then the opposite side of that is this dynamic word, dynamic. And it's this constant change or progress. It's full of energy. So when you look it up in the definition, that's kind of what they talk about. So there's this static, nothing really happening. And there's dynamic, a lot going on, a lot happening. All right. So as you all know, one of my favorite things to do is stand up surfing. And if I've seen this once, I've seen it a thousand times. One of the most difficult things for people to do on an SUP, stand up paddle, is to get started. And what I'll watch them do so I'll be tooling around out there and I'll see beginners. And I was one of them. Did the same thing. This is that learning curve. Is they get out there and they get on this body of water. They would stop all movement. They would try to get as static as they possibly could. And then what did they attempt to do? They attempted to stand on this board that's on top of water. And of course, you can only imagine what happens. Crash, fall. They kick out. They fall forward. They somersault. They go down. They kick back. It's just, it's just constantly, you watch it. It's just stand up, fall down. Stand up, fall down. Now I'm a talker. Ha ha. So when I'm out in the water, if it's appropriate, and people are comfortable with it, I'll cruise by. And I'll say something like this. You want any advice? And they always look at you and they're like, yeah, that'd be awesome. I'm like, i just share it. Just like today on this podcast. I'm just going to share some information with you. I go, but what you are attempting to do right now is without a doubt the most difficult thing to do in SUP, stand up paddling. And then I add the word surfing because I like to surf. I like to get into waves, talk about dynamic, more about that in a moment. And they're like, what do you mean? I go, what you're trying to do is you're trying to get this board perfectly still then you're trying to get your balance. Then you're kind of popping up into this, uh, almost like a, a downward dog movement. They stand up and then they're on this slack line and they wobble and they're standing there and like trying to get their balance. They're try- Before I do any movement, I'm gonna try to find my balance and what do they do? Boom, they tumble. Head first, forward, backwards, kick out. You watch them again. And after about four or five times of this, you get exhausted. And the more tired you get, the more wobbly you get. And so it feeds itself in this negative, self-fulfilling prophecy. Stand up, fall down, stand up, fall down, stand up, fall down. Again and again and again and again and again. You might be able to share, I I should say, you might be able to use some of this information towards life. Again, just sharing. So I share with them, I say this. Here's what I need you to do. Get on your knees and paddle. Get the board moving. Dare I say, move it in a dynamic fashion, paddle, 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 back and forth and get some inertia, get that board moving. And while that board is moving, then I want you to go right through that same process of standing up. And then I want you to immediately bury that paddle in the water and start paddling. And they kind of look at you like, really? I mean, that's a lot going on. "Ah, Yeah, it's a lot going on. See what they're doing is they're in this very static world. Static seems safe. We'll start with the letter S. Don't want to move. Don't want to change. And I'm like, nope. Get the board moving. And once you see this board is moving through the water, I want you to, you know, move back up. Stand back up, I should say. However you're more comfortable, kind of that downward dog and stand and then bury that paddle and start paddling like mad. And you watch them. And the first couple times they still fall, but they actually get the board moving. And they're like, oh, you see the light bulb going on in their mind. They're like, I see what you mean. I see what you mean. Do it again. Do it again. And again. And all of a sudden, bang. Just recently, several months ago, I watched this gentleman have this very same conversation with him. And he goes, oh, thank you. And he was exhausted. There was some current and there's some wind, and he was getting kind of far away from the beach. I'm like, and do me a favor, make sure you save enough energy to get back. Because thank you very much. His friend came by me about 40 minutes later, and I could see him off in the horizon. He was in this area and he was getting it. I didn't do anything special. I just shared with him some information about that you can't get it properly done from a static position. How often do we do that or attempt that in life? Try to get everything organized, everything perfect, and then I'll begin. Dynamic. Constant change. Progress. Full of energy. You've got to get things moving. So how do we incorporate that into our life? I want you to think about projects that you're trying to get accomplished in your life. All right? So you fill in the blank. What project are you trying to work on, both personally and or professionally, or both? Think about them. Are you approaching it from a perspective of static mindset? Or are you approaching it from a dynamic environment? Because what we'll see happen, and I'm guilty, is that we'll get excited. We'll think we have this, almost this fake movement, this fake inertia behind our projects. And we talk about it. Talk, 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 talk. Matter of fact, think of it this way. I was just watching a movie just recently. It was about a a person that was a writer. So it's classic example. And they said, good luck this next week on writing your new novel. And everybody left and they vacated and left this person completely alone in the house. Then you watch their behavior and they had what was called fake activity, fake progression, because what they did was this, they set up the typewriter, they organized the desk, they put the pen, matter of fact, they sharpened all the pencils and they put the pencils in the pencil holder, they organized their paper clips, they dusted, they hung art, and they went through all this process of setting up the office, but not a not a letter was typed on the piece of paper. So it gave we call it, in, in my line of work, for 30 years now, we call it the activities track. It gives you this sense that you're doing something. It fakes you out. You're really in a static mode, but it fakes you out because it looks like you're moving. So we mask it with this dynamic movement when in fact, we're static. We're not doing anything. We're just shuffling the deck chairs in the Titanic. At the end of the night, that was a wasted activity. So be careful with that because that's where it hides. Our activity hides And what looks like movement, what looks like energy, progression, change, and yet really what it is, it's just static. You're just moving one nickel from this pocket to that pocket. You're not really doing anything. We're all guilty of it. So again, this person in this movie sets everything up, spends whatever, hours, days, getting everything perfect. And of course, then you crack the knuckles, you sit down the typewriter and you go... Blank, I had nothing. And in this particular case, the person got on a bike and rode into town to get a cup of coffee. End of story. No movement. So this life project that this person was working on really had no movement. And we trick ourselves with this fake activity, better known as the activities trap. We fake ourselves out. When in fact, really where we've been is we've been static. We've been stuck. So to get ourselves unstuck, here's some takeaways, some things to think about. First thing, if you do have some life projects you're working on, and they don't have to be—you don't have to try to save the world or the whales. You don't have to clean up the ocean. It could be something as simple as organizing your garage, organizing your sock drawer. Uh-huh. Earlier podcast, right? So the point being is that whatever these projects are in your life. Break them down. Break them down personally and professionally. Maybe prioritize them. If you have five on each list, what's your number one? Number two, right through number five. And then start to think about well, what do I need to do to start getting movement? Not static, but dynamic. We always have a joke here at the house. Uh, my beautiful wife of almost 30 years loves crown moldings. That's one of the last things you do. You can't put crown molding on until after you've built the house, until after you've got the permits, until after you've got the money, until you've done the painting. There's, there's so many steps involved before crown moldings go up. And what can happen is we get so excited about these steps that are in the future that it gets so messy and it gets convoluted and we get confused and we get distracted. And so what do we do? We start doing activities trap. It looks like we're trying to do stuff because we are, we're moving around. But really we're still stuck in this static moment. So break down these projects in your life, both personally and professionally. And then take one of them. One personal and one personal. I think I said that wrong. Take one personal and one professional. The one you're most interested in. And then break that down even more. Okay? What are the things you need to do to accomplish what it is you're trying to get done with this? Could be 10 steps, could be a thousand steps. Therein lies the challenge. Break all the tasks down that you need to do on a piece of paper, on a mind map, in your mind. Break it down. And then begin. Start with the first and then the second and the third task. And that's the only way I can assure myself and possibly you that you're now doing the right activity to give you the right result. Then you're now putting energy that's not wasted. It's not static. It's not just filling up the pencil drawer. It's actually doing task one because after I do task one, I can do task two three, four, basically small project planning. That's all that is, small project planning. Break it down, simple little tasks, prioritize them, and then start moving. And if you do that, I think you're going to find you're moving in the direction to help you find balance. And I hope you find that balance through this dynamic movement. Take this information, use it the best you possibly can. This is TK thanking each and every one of you for spending a little time with me. It's all about trying to build a little better balance out there, folks. It's a mouthful sometimes building better balance. So have some fun building that balance. And again, do it through dynamic movement. I wish you nothing but success. All the best. Cheers.